This is the highlight reel from the first episode of the Get a Grip on Lighting podcast. It is a cut of what we thought were some of the more important points in the conversation. It is a quick hit. If you want the, the long form, download it. Uh, I am the host, Michael Colligan. My guest was Jason Bader from the distribution team. Jason is an expert on inventory management, and we discuss the changing nature of inventory management for lighting distributors. So without further ado, here are the highlights of my conversation with Jason Bader. So I, I'm going to say that we met, gosh, I'm going to say 2008, maybe seven. That's about right. Sure. And you were still, you were ripping up $20 bills. I, I you know, and I still try to do that because I, I certainly can't rip up, uh, you know, loonies and toonies. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah, I have to rip up larger denominations, especially, you know, with yours, but I still do that. Um, I still, yeah, break a few uh, laws that you're doing that, but uh, trying to teach that point about, um you know, driving people down to net profit where, you know, we sell something for a buck and what ultimately is left at the bottom line. So that's really where I try to help people get their head around that so they can ultimately, you know, increase that net profit, you know, in these distributorships. I don't think you should, uh, you know, live with what you're living with today. And they're already on this, but I think a lot of lighting people are in for a big surprise. And I'll tell you why. We routinely sell light bulbs in our warehouse that are 20, 30 years old. We have a box of this and a box of that and some old light bulb that, you know, every now and then, every six months, someone orders two or three of them or someone walks in on the order desk and buys it from us or whatever. And we make good margins on those. Lighting is going from from durable goods wholesale and is migrating over to electronics where I look at my stock and... It can half in value in six months, Jason. Have you ever seen something like this in an industry happen before where there's such a radical change just to the inventory management? Well, again, I think you hit it right on the head. That's, it's really more of that electronics model. Um, you know, if you look at things like semiconductors, uh, you know, you've got every 18 months, the Moore's Law you know, saying that it's going to be half as much and twice as powerful, you know, this, this chip. And so looking at the, you know, the LED progress, um, it, it is rapidly changing. And I, I remember the first time I was really exposed to LED and it was actually at a nail convention, you know, that I was exposed to some of the, the, the interesting things that were being done at the time. And, oh, and those, those bulbs were wildly expensive. I mean, wildly expensive. And I, I know that all of you were taking a very, uh, a really toe in the water type of approach looking at this, um, trying to see where is it going to be now today, it, you know, it is a, you know, it's an entrenched concern at this point, you know, LED it's here, it's, it's right, right in your face. But as you said, the, the cost because of the efficiencies, uh, in, in manufacturing, the costs keep going down and down and down. And so it, it is a tremendous challenge for you all to really, it's, it's more about reshaping your thinking. It's a different mindset. It's got to be a different mindset because I'll tell you, when I first met a lot of you in your industry, um, you had folks that love to buy things overseas and hang on to them or maybe buy things that uh, were obsolete in other uh, distributors. You know, there was a little bit of the hoarding mentality that I saw or that, you know, not that that was wrong because at a time they could do that and they would buy things for, you know, maybe, you know, 50 cents on the dollar or 30 cents on the dollar and then maybe hold on to it a bit and find a market for it at, you know, full market value and really achieve wonderful profitability. That was fantastic several years ago when you and I met. But I don't think that's the current paradigm. 
Is it a software issue? Is it a uh, frequency of doing your inventory issue? Or is it just a concept you have to get in your head first that as soon as you buy these bulbs, they begin to reduce in value? I, I think you're absolutely right. Here, here's really where I would say that you have to change your mentality is that you can't paint all the inventory in your warehouse today with the same brush. Some of your products that you sell are going to kind of remain in that same, um, oh, kind of steady eddy. They're not going to diminish in value rapidly. They're, you know, it's a fairly predictable model there from a cost standpoint. So that that's all well and good. That is a segment of your business. Now, if you are more bulb-centered, if you will, then that percentage of your business, whether that's you know a, a huge percentage or small, that is going to have to be a, a different mentality. A vast majority of them, if not all of them, have that capability of changing methodology based on skew. And maybe to make it just a little more uh, macro, you would say, I would change my philosophy or my methodology, sorry, based on category. And I think that's how we would separate it out. And so I, what I would do is explore how a, a different uh, methodology such as a – I don't want to say a min-max because I want to remain dynamic in that nature. But, for example, I would not look at putting a whole lot of safety stock on items that I know that are going to you know, be diminishing in value. Where I came from from the inventory management perspective was the old Gordon Graham methodology. The godfather. Yes, the godfather of inventory management. Now, see, in Gordon's world, that really wasn't the case. I mean, and so when he built his model of item classification where you spun your uh, high cost of goods sold items really quickly and the, the low cost of good items, that those items you could buy 12 months supply at a time and just sit on them. Well – I think that's kind of a terrifying model when you have this rapidly diminishing cost associated with it. Most lighting distributors, they're in that paradigm. They're in that model right now. My initial reaction would be, all right, if a decision is going to be made to sunset a particular product from the accreditation. Great way to put it, by the way. Yeah. And there's got to be a bleed down because there can't be just a hard cut. No, if it drops off the list, it's off the list. Bam, done. Right. I, but but some no, somebody's got to make a designation. It's not like, today I'm going to drop this item. Oh, it's not arbitrary. No, people know how yeah. long. But I think the issue for distributors, Jason, is that they're not being given that information sometimes. Lamp importer A may come along and say, hey, I got 75,000 41K T8 LEDs in stock. Well, that sounds like a great deal. Are they Energy Star? Yeah. Or are they DLC? Yeah, yeah. They're on the DLC list. And you buy them and two months later, they drop off. I think it's very important that you know that before you make your decisions, I guess. Absolutely. I'm a checklist guy. I think checklists are, you know, the best ways to do things consistently and get things right. And if you don't have a new item or a new supplier checklist that you're going down when you're making this financial commitment, well, you're asking for a little bit of trouble. And part of that checklist, I would I would say today should be, is your product Energy Star or DLC today? And will it be tomorrow? When will it not be? When and if it it is dropping off, then I have the right to send that back to you. Yeah, you get the whole you get to hang on to it, and you credit me back X amount of the price I paid for it or something. I think that these folks have got to be notified of when something is going to be uh, you know taken off the accreditation list. 
I, I mean, I think at least the media that's logical that the manufacturer of the item, there has to be a notification back. That accreditation body has to be notifying these folks that, hey, you're losing your accreditation on X. Well, they probably already know it, but for, like we're here to help distributors. And what I'm saying for, for our group, for our members, is that, you know, just in talking to you and thinking about this, I think, you know, my inventory needs to be restructured so that, number one, I've categorized it by a cat, like in a group that I think depreciates at the same rate. So, for example, LED T8 tubes are a little bit different than, say, you know, LED 60 watt A19 replacements. Those ones kind of hold on a little longer. And sure. And, you know, so I make them into, you know, I don't know if it's four or 10 or whatever category, something manageable. And then on top of that, there has to be a, a something that says whether it's DLC or Energy Star, and then also what the expiration date of that Energy Star in DLC is. Again, if the, if the manufacturer can provide you that information, then yes. I don't think they want to provide it. I don't know. Maybe they do. Well, maybe I think they, they it, want is, is really not relevant. It's, you know, it's yeah, kind yeah. of going to be a requirement of getting a paycheck. You know, and so I think sometimes that as a, a distributor, we fail to understand our role as a customer that we have that option to write a check or not write a check. Can I move it out the door for you quickly? I think it, I think it behooves everybody to kind of get their heads around this. Absolutely, and I think I mean, if if we could have a um, you know a goal out of this, is that this would become the norm. Uh, this would be this kind of information of of the sunset uh, sunsetting of a product. Uh, according to the accreditation uh, accreditation standards, is that um, that would be a standard bit of information. It should be on the box. It should be on the yeah. label. Like, yeah. when is the like right in your face. Right in your face. Yeah, yeah. because, you know, I, I think from a logic standpoint, it's like, hey, you're giving me a product that is now can can only be sold to now a fraction of the public that I was able to sell it to before. That wasn't the case yesterday now. Right. Right. Not eight years ago. Yesterday, it was different. I mean, that's pretty drastic. It is drastic. It is drastic. And, you know, I think this is one of those times when you have a product that comes in and you've got to make short-term money on it and understand that you will be out of a product and into its, its, uh, you know, uh, superseded product within a three-month, if not six-month period of time. I think the best example for people to get in their head was when a little bit earlier in the conversation, you brought up Moore's Law. It's almost like Moore's Law applies to LEDs. I I completely agree with you. Absolutely. You know, it's almost like the same effect right now, especially in the last five or six years. I went over to China in 2014 and I knew what the street price of a, a decent factory in China was. And now there's guys walking into my warehouse and offering me that lower than that price even in Canadian dollars. The price has gone down 40%, 40%, And sure. it's already landed here in Canada or, you know, in LA or wherever you are. So that's drastic, man. Again, these uh, accreditation bodies, they got no clue how a distributor functions. I mean, they've got no, no idea what... Um, holding inventory means and how a distributor buys. They don't know the bloodbaths they're creating. That's correct. So so I don't think it's malicious. I think it's ignorant, but it's just misinformed. They just do not understand what the impact is on individual people who, who own and, and run these companies. They don't understand that. So now whether they're going to care or not is the debate. 
let's say you do buy offshore and you buy a container of, of LED product, you know, you better be able to get out from under that or it's going to be, you know, a significant cash impact on your company, which affects, you know, people's livelihood and jobs, etc. If you're looking for some help running your business, whether you're in the lighting business or any type of distribution, Jason's your guy. Uh, go to distributionteam.com and contact Jason. Uh, I don't think you'll be making a mistake there. Thanks, guys.